From the Green Mountain State, you are listening to a show like no other. This is Killing the Business Wrestling Podcast, and we are on the air with the 60-minute time limit. The man in charge of this episode is your host, the King of the North, Sick Vic. He is the SDW Heavyweight Champion and is the future of one of my favorite promotions, Ohio Valley Wrestling. He is the mercenary, Garrison Creed. Thank you very much, my man. I'm right here. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing outstanding. It's uh, Monday and I start this week off hot like I do every other week and uh, you know, hope for the best. Yeah, that's all you can do. Uh, before we start, I do want to give like a little nice shot of respect to Scott Hall, what he's going through right now. It is terrible. I mean, it's like sudden. And I lost my mom suddenly. And it's like, I know how it feels when it's just all of a sudden boom it, it is but we, we gotta we gotta hold out hope for the bad guy yet last uh i mean i've been paying attention all day uh i haven't heard any confirmed reports yet last i heard he's uh they took him off life support he's uh he's breathing and he, on his own um so i mean let's let's hope for one one last uh one last kick out and see uh see if he can strive on for a little bit longer yet before um I came out here. I checked, and it was like four hours in since they took him off life support. And yeah, he they took him off life support at noon. What time? They took they took him off life support at noon. Noon, according according to Dave Meltzer. Okay, Dave Meltzer's Meltzer's never wrong, but I'm sure he's right about this. <laughs> yeah, this is a more serious situation. Well, we're also paying attention to what uh, uh, Kevin Nash and uh, Sean Waltman are posting as well, because I figured. If yeah. we're actually going to get some straightforward news, it'll be from his best friends. Yeah, my mom, my um, wife is a wrestling fan, and I read Kevin Nash's tweet, and she was even tearing up. Yeah. Right, so. But anyways, let's talk about you, my man. All right, an open book. Be careful what you ask. <laughs> don't don't tempt me. I might poke the bear. <laughs> If you could describe your career using one word, what would it be and why? Oh, one word? Oh, uh, I mean, it's it, incredible. Um, I really didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, it's, I mean, I started off later. I never really got into it. You know, fresh out of high school, out of any uh, fresh athletics, like you know, most other uh, professional wrestlers do. Uh, I mean, I was... Uh, I was years past my military service already, got a college degree, uh, owned a home and, you know, kind of stumbled upon the wrestling business and uh, figured, hey, I'm, I'm still in decent shape. Why not give this a try? And uh, I mean, I just went full bore into it. I mean, not, not only is it, it, it started off kind of more as a hobby as much as I didn't tell myself at the time, uh, but the more that I got uh, involved in it and the more work that I put towards into it, that hobby did uh, in turn become a career for me and uh it, it's been one heck of an incredible journey i mean i've met so many people friends um you know semi semi quasi celebrities some celebrities uh i've traveled uh you know all over canada most of the united states already and talking to a couple of people will gain down in new mexico uh i think these are these are things that i didn't think i was gonna be doing seven eight years ago so it's been one heck of an incredible journey so far Tell us, tell us about your first match. It sucked. <laughs> I never Everybody. heard of the story, but it just all depends how, how much did it suck. 
Um, it, it, it didn't really, it didn't really suck so much. Uh, I mean, I was, I was bright eyed and bushy tailed ready to go and, you know, and, and, and steal the show like anybody else is going to try to do. Um, so I showed up, I got told who I was going to be going up against. I'm like, all right, cool. We you know, introduced myself. We talked over our match and things. Uh, little did I know that my first match was going to be a rib. Um, that the other guy was, the other guy was horrible. And we went out there, we had a, I'm not going to say it's a five-star match by any stretch of imagination, uh, but we, we went out there and had a decent match. There wasn't any botches. There wasn't any big you know, flub-ups. It looked like a decent match. So when I got back in the locker room, they all, all the guys, that, including one of my trainers, looked at me and went, um, that actually looked good. Was it not supposed to? No, that guy sucks. He's just drizzling shits. Well, how like you set me up like that for? Wow, that's okay. You have the new suckiest story. It it it, it, it was. Yeah, you know, I made I made chicken shit in the chicken salad. Is what I did. That's all you could do. You're right. When you started your wrestling training, were there any moves that you thought to yourself you weren't be able to do, but you could do easily right now? No, no, no. Actually, the opposite. I was doing a whole bunch of stuff that I don't want to do now. <laughs> what? Uh, springboarding into the ring. Uh, I was quite adept at doing a, a split leg moonsault. Um, I'm 230 pounds now. I mean, the only other guy that's my size that's doing split leg moonsaults is, is Rob Van Dam. And well, that's because of like his background and everything. You don't see anybody else that big doing them. And here I, I was for, for you know a short amount of time being able to do them flawlessly until that one did you know happen. I spiked my neck. Um, and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm too big to do it. I'm not going to do it anymore. Um, I stopped trying to do 450s. Uh, I could still pull out a head scissor or a hurricane rana once in a while. Do I have to? No. It's kind of more like, hey, uh, I got wild hair up my ass today. I'm going to do something stupid. Usually I, usually I have the better gets a, gets a hold of me and I don't, don't end up doing that sort of thing. What what's some of the resources you use to better your craft? Uh, any place that I can lift heavy things, whether it's uh, Planet Fitness is my go-to gym because they're all over the place. Tanning, that whole deal is cheap. Um, but I've been I've done I've gone uh, runs along beaches, uh, runs in the wood line, uh, climb trees, use trees for pull-up bars, uh, use cement blocks for weights during COVID when I didn't couldn't get to a gym. Um, it's just all, all these little things that I kind of picked up on the military. It's like, if I've got a goal to go, go and do, I'm not necessarily going to go and find the actual tool designed to help me do it. I'm going to find something that I can see that, that'll help me do it and, and make it work. Since you're part of, part of the military, if the shit really hits the fan over in Ukraine, what are the odds of them calling you? Me? No. My contract's up. Uh, okay, as, good. As, as of Valentine's Day 2012, that the military cannot call me back. So hey, you're one resource less that you can't use anymore, buddy. <laughs> That's good to hear. That's very good to hear, actually. Because that would suck. You know, here you are going for the OVW world title and you get called. That would right? suck. <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, uh, bottom line, every military contract is eight years. Um, 
And as of uh, my eight year mark was that, that, that in 2012. So as soon as that hit, I went and got myself a, a bottle of wild turkey one-on-one and I celebrated till, <laughs> till the sun came up the next day. And I'm like, yeah, you sons of bitches can't call me back anymore. Ha. <laughs> Well, we we appreciate your service, by the way. Thank hey, you so much. Problem, man. So, what advice would you give yourself, your younger self, from day one that you know today? Uh, pull your head out of your ass sooner. Um, I mean, I've always been kind of like a stubborn, headstrong individual, um, book savvy. Uh, so a lot of a lot of times, if I'm given a task or uh, I'm interested in something. I always uh, was really adept at researching and looking it up and kind of fine tuning it and kind of going a little OCD on it before I actually tried anything. Um, but it, that still, I mean, it still led me into you know, getting myself in some sticky situations. Uh, yeah, mainly military is a great one um, where, you know, I got myself in a situation where it was a little bit too deep for me. Um, I mean, I learned, I adapted, uh, I developed uh, new techniques, new 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 skill sets all across the board. Because I mean, that's what life is: is it's learning what out of the situations you're in, learning how to comprehend them, come out of them, and and go forward. Right? I mean, that's all we do. Just happen to have a lot more extreme circumstances uh, where I'm, you know, I'm dropped off in a heavily populated city in Iraq with uh, the snipers and roadside bombs and you never know when you're going to get, you know, attacked. And I'll tell you what, you'll learn real quick when, you know, when the bullets are flying, what does and does not work. So um, kind of like putting the cocky aside, you know, if I can tell myself younger self, something like that. Yeah. Put that aside, put your ego aside, just focus on task at hand and, and just headstrong it that way. It sounds like you've been through hell before you started wrestling. Because a lot of people talk about how much hell, like hell uh, what school was, about uh, all these horror stories. It probably you probably just went through like a walk in the park. I I uh, I tell people that I lived two lifetimes before I even stepped into a wrestling ring. <laughs> so tell us about the night when you won the SDW Heavyweight Championship. Um, that's not that long ago, three weeks. Um, I mean, it was another steel domain uh, night, uh, like any other. We just came off of a of an awesome uh, combined show with another company in Minnesota, Midwest All-Star Wrestling, uh, to which I'm also a part of. Uh, we had Brutus the Barber for that one, and uh, we had quite the record on that show. And uh, the, the current champion at that time, Craven Knight, um, we, uh, we, we did a 30-minute match into that night uh, that ended up uh, that I got caught with a steel chair him after he tried to take me out with a chair, nailed me with brass knuckles. His manager was getting involved. We brawled all over the uh, the Bloomington Event Center. Um, I, it, it was it was a slobber knock. Um, and then have it go go down where I get disqualified because of that. I was like, no, that's not the way it's going to happen. Um, so the next show they had to return. Um, Golden Idol, Craven's manager. Um, Terror was not there, so it was just mono y mono, uh, hard hitting. I mean, we threw any uh, technical stuff out the window, um, and we went out, we fought. Um, we fought halfway through the match. I hit my, my finish, he kicked out of it. Uh, the whole crowd that wasn't buying it, like they thought they thought that was supposed to be it. Um, he continued to pummel me, threw me in, 
uh, threw me into the ring post, had me fall, you know, falling back in my head right on the floor, threw me back in, thought it was done, gave me a couple of kicks to the head, gave me a knockout blow. I still wasn't done. Um, but in the end, I was able to hit a running knee strike and it did, it did the job. Nice. One, two, three after that. And there, there, was, there wasn't an ass in their seat after that. Um, it, it was long awaited. I was, I've been with Steel Domain now for, uh, uh, for three and a half years, uh, busting my ass all the way up. Um, and that crowd, that crowd's been there from the get go. I mean, I, I say hi to the same fans and then they, they, they bring in even more fans. So I got to see that crowd grow for the last three years. Um, and then to see, to give them that moment, uh, you know, when I got to, you know, I can give them back a little something and, you know, and now be their representative and carry the steel domain heavyweight championship. But there are some fans out there. There are knuckleheads. They think they know everything and, you know, they go duh, 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 behind their keyboard. How do you handle them online? Oh, I mean, I just, uh, I tell them to watch any of my matches. Uh, they'll learn real quickly. Uh, yeah. That cat's out of the bag. Wrestling's work. Ooh. Then they watch my match and they go, I don't think that's the case with this guy. I think he's actually blasting this guy in the face. I'm putting the cat back in the bag. You don't know what's going on. Uh, so that's the whole thing with it. Uh, you watch the, the mercenary in the ring, you know, you're going to get a legitimate fight. That's what I show up to do. And that's what I'm getting crowd every time well in, in, in europe in europe uh, europe and uh, australia they call wrestling theater like it's a, you're going to theater so that's why like that's all it is really it's this you can argue it you can call it that you can call it improv you can call it comedy you can call it a live action movie uh, i just like to tell everybody hey i'm a soldier i I'm a fighter. I mean, you can't call me just a professional fighter. I ain't got some guy that's going to go meet, meet, wait, and put on padded gloves and go in a cage over at UFC. I'm a legitimate fighter. I've, I've done horrid things. And when I step into that wrestling ring, I'm going to bring all that knowledge and, ta uh, and tactics and strategy with me, and you're going to get that there. That's the legitimacy of what I am bringing to you. Let them take a bump and then repeat what they said, right? Yeah. Stand on top of your coffee table, fold your arms in it, and then fall on your back on the floor. Then tell me how how, how fake it is. But injuries do happen, and with the frequent injuries that's happening in the WWE these days, aren't, yeah, they do. does that enter your mind? Do you get worried about you know that one slip, one mishap? Every time, um, but I take care of myself. I mean, I take care of myself physically, uh, uh, nutritionally. Um, I'm health. I'm I'm healthy. I, I recover from any bumps and bruises pretty quickly. Uh, the occasional scratches that happen in the ring, you'd be surprised how many times you get stabbed by a, a loose wire from a from a ring rope. Um, or I mean, even like a edge of a steel chair when you might get sliced up from that. Um, I've been uh, remarkable uh, with having this. Uh, I just heal really quickly. I recover really quickly. Uh, torn ligaments, torn muscles. Um, I mean, that's just I, I, I ice, ice, and ice and a little bit of heat, and I'm really good to go. Um, so I've been really lucky that I don't have any major injuries going on with what I'm doing. One of the members of FTR during a tag match, you know, got you know the one. You know what you're yeah, that's like the regular like fall, and he's just the hook from the apron. He took a oh. chunk of meat out of his arm. Yeah, I mean, you know. It's, it's, it's this one 
that's a fluke, but still. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's an incredible fluke. And, and like, I got actually, I had a chunk of meat um, taken out of my arm at one point too. Uh, I mean, it's one thing for it to stop bleeding and then it's kind of like heal over, but to actually grow, uh, to grow meat back, that, that's what, that's the, that's the healing part of it. That takes a lot of time. Uh, uh, anyways. But the events you've <laughs> been to now that we're all grossed out. Now that we all grossed out. I, I ate dinner before coming on, you know. <laughs> but heavy but even though you have injuries, you know, in your mind of you know, the bunch of what ifs, how is the medical situation in the back usually? I don't I carry a little backpack with uh with, with bandages and gauze and uh, uh antiseptic spray and I mean, I, I'm prepared for whatever happens with me or when, when I'm around. Um, I know in some states they have it. Mission has to have uh, uh, an ambulance or medics or some sort of medical personnel on hand. Um, but then again, it, it varies by state motion. And uh, I've been lucky enough to not have, uh, you know, my, me myself not be injured or anything, uh, but to be on the majority of shows where we didn't have any. Major injuries. I mean, they, they happen. Sorry, um, but even if somebody does, like, uh, they happen one show, and boy snapped his leg. Uh, they were able to carry him out of the ring, put him up in his buddy's car, drive him to the hospital. Uh, it's not like an emergency situation where we need a, the, the, the personnel there right away. We can stand within our means and get them uh, get them to where they need. If they listen, I was actually talking about your opponents. Like, how was like? When you got back, how's the medical situation for them when you toss them out back? Oh, them? Oh, man. Yeah. Really, at that point, I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone has a why about why they go out in the ring because it's not an easy business. It's The pay isn't, isn't great, just, and that's being polite about the pay yeah, in a yeah. lot of promotions. Why do you do that? Why do you go through all the, the grind and everything? Uh, and, well, I mean, the glitz and the glamour is what gets everybody, right? That's the bait. Uh, the switch is once you're in um, and you know what you're doing, and you hook that crowd uh, and you have those uh, those little eyes, uh, you, know, you know, you're looking up at you and they put you up on that pedestal as uh, their replacement for Superman or Batman. Um, or you see that, that one parent out there that, you know, they see the, the glimmer in their kid's eye when you come there and they thank you for making their kid's night just by coming out and, out and saying hi. Um, or, I mean, just the roar of the crowd when, when you win the Steel Dome Championship. Uh, all that stuff, it, it's, it's a rush. It's an addiction. Um, and then every time that I create another moment uh, for either an individual or a group of people or the entire crowd, that that just make, means makes me want to make another moment for them. Uh, so now I got to one up myself. I did something here where I got the entire crowd to react in this sort of way. Now I want to bring it back and I want to do it again, but bigger in front of more people. So I'm, it's it, and it never goes away. It's a constant work in progress to out, outdo yourself. Well, let's say you you personally pay raises 10 times over overnight what are some of the things you use that money to use that money for pay off the car um 
uh, I don't know, uh, you know, pay off the car and just like maybe uh, get, a, get a fresh batch of merchandise for everybody. Because, I mean, I put that money right back to work. Um, I mean, all the money that I make for wrestling right now takes care of wrestling. It's a, the whole machine takes care of itself. So if I got, you know, a, a huge increase in, in uh, funds, uh, I, I, I get the right to, right to work and gain some new designs up, some new T-shirts, maybe some hoodies. Uh, I do dog tags. I do shot glasses. I do combat bracelets, uh, all, all sorts of things. Maybe I'll come up with a couple of new ideas. I like having a stocked merchandise table out there. So the fans come on by, uh, they can get a piece of memorabilia to go back to the, you know, for the future show. With your, your, your perk. What was that? I'm sorry. And just give, just give the, give the fans more. You see, this is, this would be interesting. Next question would be interesting. That's a wrestle point, like, uh, what you would do, but what's the biggest challenge you think the industry's facing these days that could affect them in the future? Bringing fans in, um, I I think right now uh, it's the way that business is run. Um, like like I said earlier, the cat's out of the bag. Everybody knows it's a show. Um, me personally, I'm trying to put that cat back in the bag and bring back legitimacy into the ring. Um, one thing I think I, I'm starting to see a lot more, especially with AEW. Impact was already doing it uh, before AEW came on, on the scene, but uh, but oh, these open open contract type deals uh, where you got yeah the guy is signed to AEW recently to Impact, but he's allowed to go and work indie promotions, uh, so that way they can still have that uh, dream match scenario uh, where it may not happen on the bigger stage. But it'll happen on this really big indie bed over here. Um, but hey, you won't it's like TV or IWTV either. The only way you can see it, you gotta go. Uh, I see that um, being a change to the business. Personally, I see it being a good change because uh, it's gonna it's it's gonna bring a little bit more spontaneity. Um, prime example right now is watching Matt Cardona show up wherever he wants. Pissing off how many people he wants to piss off and doing fun things. This dude's making more bank now than he ever did in the WWE. He's oh, cool. and he's not signed anywhere. He's just doing it. He's just doing himself. Um, I, we're going to see more. And if the if the business as a whole um, can incorporate that into their business model, I I do see a change in the business where it'll, it'll be more that will bring in more fans because now they're not uh, just staying with the company that they're being by. Uh, they can, they can watch, you know, or cross stream with them and watch, you know, for example, they can watch Marvel versus DC in the wrestling world happen in real life. Um, I, I, that's, that's my opinion. That's the way I see it going. And I really hope it goes on. But would you agree or disagree that, a lot of the obstacles that's facing is politics. Like politics in the locker room? Or in the office? Yeah, in the offices. Because the WWE is not really that open to do something like that. No, no, they're not. Um, and it, sadly, I mean, the person who's got the most brown on their nose tends to get their way. Um, so, I mean, really, I, I think, it's, I mean, 
personally, I would like it to be more like a person's work ethic. They're following their fan base. Um, you know, that would be giving the fans what they want. Um, but there's still that old, the good old boy network where you got buddy, buddy here. I'm going to scratch your back. You scratch mine. And uh, they're helping each other out in the back and they're putting their buddies over. At that point, you're just becoming a giant circle jerk and you're not giving the fans what they want. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. That's, uh, it's, it's, you're right. You're right. I'm not saying you're not right. And I'm blackballed in another state. <laughs> I'm I'm permanently banned from Twitter, so that's, there we go. <laughs> that was that was an accidental, like you know, like I didn't mean like that, but you're not buying it. As if you're making waves, good or bad, you're still making waves on somebody's tongue. It, it, it's all it's all progress to me. And Shane Douglas once said that it doesn't matter if they're talking good. You know, I'm getting at right. Mm-hmm. That's why every time someone goes on like Facebook or whatever, you're like, oh, this guy's an asshole. He said this, he said that. And I'm just like, yeah, but now you have one other guy that goes up and sees that and they're going to look him up. Hey, that's one more click view on your, on your site. Yeah. And it's just me being real. Me not trying to be an asshole, but sometimes, whoops. Real puts asses in seats. That's what I've learned. That's what I try to do. And I got it. It's been help. It's been working so far. So I'm going to continue doing it. I always, I always say that I don't edit the show because the media does edits. Oh, yeah. the, the media does a plenty, plenty good job of, of uh, censoring everything. Yeah. So to me, it's just like, hey, this is a regular conversation. There you go. That's good. So how has Professor Russell fundamentally changed since you first started? Uh. Well, I've only been in six years, so I really don't think it's fundamentally changed a lot. Um, and I, early on, I kind of I skipped, uh, I skipped the local guy uh, step, uh, the forty miler, if you will, if you will. Um, again, I, I rubbed some people wrong, and I wasn't able to work in my own backyard, so I wanted to work in other people's backyards, and. Um, made me more money made got me more opportunities i got to come back into my own backyard and, and do the local thing again for a bit um rub some people the wrong way again went out even further into even more backyards start making even more money and went hey i don't need to work 40 miles from my 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 back door to make money instead i have no problems driving you know seven eight nine fifteen hours every weekend to go to my show because they're paying me and making, making it worthwhile for me to, be able to do it. Uh, and I'm getting on a bigger stage. I'm getting, I'm getting put on TV, whether it's Fight TV or IWTV or for OVW or Gladiator Sports Network. Uh, I'm, I'm making opportunities go. So if you want to you know, get all butthurt because I run, slam the door in my face, fine, I'm going to go across the street and make more money over the day. So it all works for me in the end. We're here. You're right. So do you always believe a professional wrestler always has to be ready for anything? Yes. <laughs> That's good because the new segment of this show is called the Killing the Business Wrestling Podcast Open Challenge. You do not have to do this if you don't want to. But you well, must... I mean, you're, already, you're already kind of putting me on the spot. I mean, I guess but... I'm going to have to shoot from the hip and see what I can do. 
you, you must cut a promo in character. It could be about anything. It doesn't have to be about a wrestler or a promotion or anything. It could be about the guy who cut you off in traffic or whatever. I, doesn't matter. You, hold on, hold on, hold on. Out there. Okay, first off, I don't have to switch character on or off because the character is always me. Okay. Second, uh, you want that much bad language from me comparing this to something I'd say on the road? <laughs> it's up to you. You can go off about anything you want. You just have to be well, in character, but you're already in character, so it's good. Nah, nah. We don't. We're not have to go and talk about any road rage stories because we know that I left left those, uh, you know, huge uh, demolition, explosive type uh, craters left over in Iraq and Afghanistan back in the day, and a bunch of a bunch of that over there. Let's leave that over there and talk about the destruction that I'm going to cause in the ring when I come on by, whether I'm defending the Steel Domain Heavyweight Championship, I become the OVW Heavyweight Champion, I become the Northern States Champion, I don't care what federation I'm defending, I'm going on and out, you're going to see this soldier step his ass right into the ring, point at anybody who wants to step up, step up to the challenge, and I'm going to take him out, one, two, three, just like that, mother. Nice, man. That was beautiful, man. That was beautiful. Good way to start this little segment. Thank you very much <laughs> for being my sacrificial lamb. Hey, people have tried before, and I'm still here, so I must be doing something right. What do you see yourself in five years? Hopefully above ground. Uh, uh, honestly, I, I don't know. I do see myself still, still wrestling. Um. Is, is the goal to be contracted somewhere? Yes, I'm very open uh, to the idea of either working for AEW or uh, NWA. New Japan would be great. WWE, but I think I'm way too old for their uh, taste. Uh, but either way, I'm still gearing up and going out and fighting in the ring. So uh, you, can, you can guarantee that you'll still be seeing me doing that. What do you have coming up in general? Uh, the end of the month, uh, the end of the month, I got a couple of Wisconsin shows uh, to uh, Chippewa Falls for Showtime Professional Wrestling up there, and then going up to Duluth, Minnesota for a newer company. Uh, this will be their second show. Uh, they're called Discover Pro Wrestling, um, and they've been uh, they they're in the heavy on territory up there, heavy on wrestling territory up there, uh, and they've uh, they've been highlighting one of the major Wisconsin Minnesota stars. And I've been chomping a bit to go on up there and work with them. Uh, so that's coming up in the near future. Again, I am, I'm the Steel Domain Heavyweight Champion. Uh, their regular season's going to be uh, coming up at the end of April. Uh, but that doesn't mean that one won't be doing fair shows and traveling around in the, the, the Twin Cities, St. Louis, Minneapolis area, uh, doing some festivals and some bears. So you'll get a chance to see me out there. OVW is on the season soon. So on top of being... Uh, part of the OVW TV uh, show, uh, weekly TV show. We'll be going around and uh, damn near every day uh, being in a new city uh, in front of a new crowd, setting up the ring and doing our, our thing, giving everybody the, the fights that they want to see. Um, what else I got going on? Uh, branching out in Ohio, you'll be seeing more of me down in Tennessee, uh, all while continuing working around in Chicago and the St. Louis and Minneapolis areas. Uh, I'm due back down the next fall. Um, I, I'm busy. I'm all over the place. I'm not hearing any New England states, though. I do need to branch out into the New England states, yes. 
that that does need to be need to happen. So if any of the promoters are out there or uh, or potential competitors, competition, you want a challenge. Hey, I'm a, I'm a phone call away. I'm not that hard to get a hold of. Women less in Portland, Maine. That's an upcoming one. I think okay. uh, Ace Romero owns part of it, or he's a trainer or something like that. Okay. But you know, that's that's a very big up and coming in the Northeast area. All right, I'll have to look. I'll have to look into some of them. I know uh, I've had a I've had a couple of my buddies uh, that are on bigger stages <laughs> that uh, at want me to go up into uh, and explore more into that area as well. Yeah, other than maple syrup and coldness right now, you know. Hey, it's Maine. Don't, don't they have lobster? They do have lobster. They do. And it's always it's cheaper because they don't have to pay for the transport. Whoever owns the restaurant, the store, goes down and pay pay me pay me pay my gas fee and, and finish the payoff in lobster. I'll, I'll be happy. Your gas fee. You know how much gas is he says. See, that's why I added. That's why I added. <laughs> gas is pricey. I mean, so is lobster, but gas is pricey too. I think gas is beating out lobster right now. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. Sad to say. So where can everyone find you on social media? Uh, you can just check me on the local digits. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Uh, just look it up just the way it sounds. Garrison Creed. G-A-R-R-I-S-A-O-N-C-R-E-E-D. Uh, you can also look that up on YouTube. There's a, a plethora of matches uh, and old, don't go too far. You'll find the really old, crappy ones. Uh, but a lot of the new stuff is being downloaded there pretty regularly, and uh, you, you can see the hard-hitting action that I provide. And uh, you can also find my uh, my T-shirt shop, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Garrison Creed. Uh, if you also go to a UK site, Wrestling Merch, you'll also find a Garrison Creed page on there. Before I let you go, on a personal note, when you got smack around Tony Bizzo. I mean, I've seen you in the ring with them before, and you know it's, you know it's a couple of times. Couple of times, yeah. He, he he does he does need another good uh, jack to the jaw right now, right about now, don't he? Yeah, I mean he he's blown me off four times for the show. Well, I, I'll 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 take that the next time I cross paths with him in the squared circle, I'll take that personally, and I'll and I'll help you out. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. A little five finger Susie here. We'll give we'll give him a special delivery. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. It's good talking with you. Can't wait to see you on OVW more often. And I wish you luck. All right. Thank you very much, my man, for having me on. Hey, you take care of yourself. Yep, you too as well. Thank you. Yep, be safe. Bye.